This is Damon Udicek, and this is the Ideal Money Life Podcast. This is my journey to build a business from zero to $1 million in 12 months. I'm going to experience a lot in the next 12 months. I'm super excited about the journey. I can't wait to share my failures, my successes, and everything in between. All right, let's do this. Good morning. I am off and running off to, well, not running, literally. Uh, I mean, come on, I'm not going to run. I'm <laughs> I'm heading off to work. And the thing I want to start off talking about is realizing that we have more resources available than we actually do. At, at this point, I'm... Um, I want to be in a position where I'm not, where I'm being cautious about my spending. All right. Um, with the ideal money life, I finally made my two dollars and ninety cents, uh, which might cover a meal if I buy it from the grocery store. Um, so the thing right now is I have got a lot of things I want to get done. But I need to be more resourceful than I've been before. Um, and uh, I'm reminded of when I was down in Savannah, Georgia, back at the end of May, uh, I was listening to Jesse Cole, the, the, the owner of the Savannah Bananas. And he gave example, example after example. Um, he bought the, he bought the, the team... There in Savannah, Uh, baseball really wasn't a thing at that point. They had a hundred-year-old, about a hundred-year-old stadium that they were they're using, and Jesse finally came to the point. You know, this is in the off season. They're trying to sell season tickets, and they're just trying to figure it out. And then um, all of a sudden, the um, they ran out of money. So he's like, he started. He had to start to get resourceful somewhere and he had to he just he could and he was just like he was out of money so he had to figure out another way to get things done without money and so he started coming up with trade deals uh he wear he has like five or six yellow tuxedos that he wears and he said he came up with the deals so that he doesn't pay for dry cleaning he 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 offers some other kind of something of value to the dry cleaner, uh, and they do a thing where they um, every game there's a car wash company that I, I'm assuming it's a mobile car wash company. They come and they wash someone's car, and then that car wash company gets to leave a little card, you know, you know, thanks for the Savannah Bananas and such and such car wash company for coming to have a great night at the baseball field. And they, um, and so it's a way to provide a, a, a great customer experience. Uh, so the customer wins. The car wash company gets some exposure. Uh, so the, the car wash company uh, wins. And then the Savannah Banana wins. So it's a great solution where everyone wins. And... 
Jesse's in a situation where he doesn't have to pay for the car wash because everyone wants in that situation. So he's created a something of value um, for everyone. And so this, I got thinking about this because uh, I, and these are things you don't know until you start doing things, right? Um, and I have had a predilection in the past to always perfect everything before I do every, do anything. Um, and, and part of that, I think is, uh, in the past I've been a procrastinator. And when I've been, when I have been a procrastinator, I think part of the reason why I waited on stuff was a fear of rejection. I, I wanted to get it perfect so that in my mind it would be perfect and there should be no excuse for someone to reject me. I guess I didn't want to get rejected. That's at least what I'm thinking at this point. I could delve further into that later, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go back to my... um, Okay, so what we need to do is realize that we have a lot more resources available to to us. All right, case in point, um, I've... I've had things sitting in my office that are doing me no good. I bought them and um, they're just sitting in there. So I've got, I've got one, two, three, three offices and a conference room in my office. And what I, what I end up having is, um, I've decided I'm going to start recording videos for my different products that I'm going to be selling. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be doing videos to sell myself. I'm doing videos of training people on different stuff and helping people. And also when I'm doing my group coaching, that's what I'm going to be uh, doing training on that. So so videos, video is going to end up being a very important thing for me. And... So one of the things I, I, and this was, I asked my wife to put it on, I think she put it on a Facebook marketplace. I had a TV. I, I think I spent $900 or $1,000 on the TV. TVs, it's like as soon as you buy one TV, it could be a 70-inch TV that you spend $2,000. Two months from now, it's going to only be worth 300 bucks. <laughs> so... I've got this on a 42-inch TV. Nice TV. Uh, I ended up really not using it at all. I was going to use it in my conference room uh, to um, when I was meeting with people. We were going to put stuff up on the comp on the um, on the table, not on the table, but I was going to put it up on the you know on the TV that was on the wall, and that way when we were you know. I wanted to show something to people. We would have it up on the on the TV. Uh, ended up not using it all that, that much. I bought it four or five years ago. So the most she she listed it up on 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 Facebook Marketplace, and she got me a hundred bucks for it. And I've been thinking, okay, making videos important for me, so I need to get a lighting set. And um, I just happened to be on Facebook, and this this lady that I went to um, business school with, 
she had bought a studio kit that does was working for her. She spent uh, $140 on Amazon for it, and she was selling for 100 bucks. <laughs> so I was like, I want it. <laughs> and so I met with her on Saturday. I had $100 from when I was um, from the TV that I just sold, or as my wife so elegantly put me that my wife just sold. Um, and so I had the lighting kit. And then yesterday, Gary, as the cameraman, came by to buy my table that I had sold for 200 bucks. And later on, and, and, I, and he told me all about his experience as a cameraman. I was like, dude, I've got a studio that I'm setting up. I, I'd love to pay you to, to get your guidance on all this. I mean, you, you, what's, you know, you know all this stuff and I know nothing about cameras and videos and all this other stuff. So he goes in there and he's like, oh yeah, you need to black, you know, it's a, it's a light gray room. Your, your, your lights, it's going to be a disaster, which I, you know, what do I know? Um, and he's like, yeah, you want to cover the walls. You could go and get some plastic sheeting from, um, from Lowe's or, or Home Depot, and that'll help to darken the room. Because one thing you know about a studio is always black around everything because that'll absorb the, the light. And so the, you only want the light being projected in the area where you get light. If you've got background light that's being reflected from the wall behind you, that's going to mess up the picture and all that. And so I was thinking, I was like, well, what if I got a bunch of curtains and, and curtain rods and then hang the curtains on the wall. He's like, yeah, that would work. Um, you could get velvet, but velvet is like super expensive and, and velvet, you know, that's, that's the big thing, but curtains would work for you. So I was thinking about that a little further. And then I, I think I mentioned this yesterday. I reached into my, my, I was talking to my wife and uh, I got $200 cash for this table. Um, and then, I, oh my goodness, I have got, $200 to buy curtains. <laughs> I don't have to pull the money from somewhere else. And so now it's a thing like I've got all this unused stuff that's doing me no good that has some value that I can probably sell and someone else could get something from it. I've got two two multi-page scanners that I spent $1,000 on. I could probably get three, 400 bucks each for them uh, by by selling them and they're not doing me a whole lot of good. Um, they work fantastic. I think they do 60 pages a minute, but here's these things that I've been storing them up and they're just not, they're not, uh, they're not doing me any good. And I've got no use for them. So my might as well just sell them, get rid of them and generate a little bit of cash for them. So for all this other stuff that I'm doing, I, I can self-fund the stuff. And so that's a small example to share how we've got all these resources available that, that we don't think about that we have. And if we just spent some time thinking how, because it's easy to say, well, I can't do this because I don't have the money or I can't do that or I can't do this because of that or this or that or this or that. It's ridiculous. We are humans with uh, limitless potential. Um, 
it's we've been to the moon. And so the thing is, is the question should be, how can I do this? How can I do this? That gets your mind think that in, in a different way that there are possible ways to do this. And you can get accomplished what you can get accomplished. The other thing I was thinking of, okay, um, there's a number of colleges in my area, um, and people are looking for internships. And one of the things that I could definitely benefit from is some marketing help. And I could get a marketing student and do an internship with them. And that could be a way that I could get some guidance. And then, you know, that could be, you know, there's, there's multiple ways for me to get things done. And, um, there's just a lot of opportunities out there. And there's, there's so many ways to skin this cat of getting a business up and running that, um, I, I'm willing to be, open my mind more and say, how can I do it? How can I do it? These are the resources I have. And here's the thing. The one thing that I learned from my economics class is we've got, you know, there's this, this whole thing of resources, you know, and so we've got resources that are available for, for us. And when we give up one resource, we get, you know, there are some limits on our, on our resources. And so one of the resources that is limited, at least until we, we create an abundance of money, is our money. And, and this falls right in line with the profit first mentality of thinking. It's so easy to get caught up in something new, some new project uh, where I want to do this or I want to do that, uh, or you get in a hobby. Just think about how many hundreds of millions of dollars of golf equipment has gotten sold by people that are pitiful at golf. Um, I've never spent a ton of money on golf, but I've spent, you know, I've spent a couple hundred bucks on uh, a golf clubs and I go golf with my friends and I'm like, oh, I'm horrible. Now I need to get a golf coach. I need to go practice at the range. Uh, and so Every time we get find something that we get excited about, there's going to be an investment. And what you want to do is be real about the funds, the cash that you have available. And then the question is, I don't want to overspend my cash. Now, if I can spend a dollar and make five dollars, I can make ten dollars. Then that makes sense. However. You've got to be able to cash flow things because if you can't cash flow it, meaning if you can't, if you're not going to have the funds available to, um, if you're not going to have the funds available to manage the activity that you're doing. Um, so let's look at this, for example, let's say if I spend a thousand dollars in advertising and it gives me $10,000, that's wonderful. That's a 10 times return on investment. However, if it takes me two years to get that $10,000, I'm waiting for a while. So it'd be different if it took me 30 days. 
then I spend $1,000, I get the $10,000 back. And then I can reinvest some of that $10,000 into more advertising. You get in, you know, let's say, let's say instead of spending, you know, like day one, I spend $1,000. Day 30, I get $10,000 in advertising. I can go ahead and spend some more money on advertising. Maybe this time, instead of spending, spending $1,000, I spend $2,000 or $3,000. And then I get $30,000 in 30 days. So that's a quick turnaround on my investment. However, it's um, that's that payback period. The payback period is the time for when we make an investment to the, the time when we get our money back. So if the payback period is short, then you know that's great. But but the thing with most marketing, at least in the beginning, when we don't have an audience, when we don't have um, the marketing working. It takes a while to get things up and running. So with anything in that area, we want to be cautious about how quickly we spend the money because when the money's gone, the money's gone. And so in the meantime, we may have to get resourceful and think of other ways to make a deal done. Think back to the time of the camel traders. They didn't have money back then, but they still were able to sell their goods and make money because they they figured out ways to make trades, and that bartering system could potentially be a way to get things done. Now, if you're going to do bartering, make sure you talk to some kind of tax professional to see what kind of tax consequences are out there, because in your situation, there might be some consequences. So that being said, we have a lot more ability to get things done than we probably realize. And so that was just a simple example. Now let's think a little bit further, and this is where I'm going to end. We have this mind and this lifetime experience of doing things. Go back to Gary. He was just like explaining all this stuff. And it was like, I mean, seriously, it was, he went to film school (laughs) and he had, and spent 30 years in Hollywood. And he gave me a, a ton of information Oh, you need this, you need that, you need this. Well, that's probably camera and lighting 101. Um, and and he didn't think it was a big deal. But for me, it was a huge deal. And so if Gary, the cameraman, could give me all that information, just think about all this stuff you've got locked up inside of you that is just waiting to help other people. Good afternoon. We had... Um, quite a day today. It was um, started off with my work first thing this morning and made the progress that I wanted to get done. Uh, So I was happy about that. And then the rest of the day was set for um, a decent amount of meetings um, today, which is atypical for a Tuesday for me. And I, what I'm going to do going forward, I suspect, is um, two of those were with um, some coaches that I had. Uh, actually, th- all three of them were th- with, with advisors that I have. And so that was part of the rationale for me doing those uh, meetings. 
and on two of the meetings, basically I was um, sharing my progress on where I've gone so far with um, my ClickFunnels sales funnel, and um, also talking about a little bit I had gotten held up. Uh, there were some technical issues that I ran into with the ClickFunnel, and um, it was um, it slowed me down, and then I was off last week, and and so it basically I said I felt like I've been a week away from finishing for three weeks now, and partly what's happened is basically I stopped. I haven't really done any work on it. Um, and so I'm so close to being finished. I just need to finish. Um, and that, that can be a challenge sometimes is just getting finished because once I get finished, then I can start to promote everything. Um, so, um, Sometimes I find, too, when I get to being close to being finished, I start to res- I, I start to face some inner resistance where I'm just like, oh, I just I'm so tired of doing this. I want to I just want to be done with it. And sometimes that resistance, I I find that at times I give in to that resistance a bit where I. Um, it becomes a bit overwhelming for me, um, which seems kind of counterintuitive. You know, let me kind of explain the the situation I've got in place is that um, let's say I've got a, a 10, a project that takes me 10 hours to do the project. And then I get to the where I'm essentially 95% done. So I only have half an hour's worth of work to do. And it's when I get to that point where I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> I'm tired and I and I want to quit. And in fact, it reminds me a little bit of when I used to run marathons. Um, and I, I would be surprised if I ever, ever run another marathon in my life. It's just, it was a phase of life that I went through. And then, uh, and then I got done. Uh, then I was done with it. And so, um, but I remember I would get to hitting the wall points, uh, and, and running, uh, and I know this because I spent it even before I did marathons, I would run hitting the wall is a point where you just, you, you run and you run and you run. And then you, you, it's almost like when you watch someone hitting the wall, it, and I think this is where the term comes from, but but I'm at least that's what I I've heard is that when you watch someone running and they they get to the hitting the wall point, they just suddenly slow down like just suddenly, and it's and if you're watching them, it looks like they essentially hit a wall as far as the progress that they're making, and with um, with this click funnel that I've been doing, the sales funnel that I've been creating, 
I feel like I, I hit the wall a couple weeks ago and I just stopped. Uh, and um, I hadn't made any progress on it. So I've, I've determined that I'm, I'm not, it's just time to take it one step forward. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend, um, I'm going to spend a half hour tomorrow working on that, that funnel and just get one thing done. And then the next day I'm going to work on it again and get one thing done. And so I'll just slowly make my progress and, and eventually I'll, I'll get it done. So, however, I will say that I've, I, I told both, um, both of my advisors, well, actually all three of these advisors that I'll have it done next Wednesday. It'll be ready to launch next Wednesday. And so I'm just going to have to do what I have to do to get it launched, uh, between now and then. And then once it's launched, then it's launched and I can just be done with it. One of the things I did have is I had someone request information on, uh, request information on me working with them on getting profit first set up for their business. And they were asking, you know, I'd love to set an appointment with you and, and get, um, um, understand your process. And I started to explain the process. And I was, wait a second, I just spent all this time on the page that already explains the process. Why don't I just send her that, that link? And it wasn't fully ready, but as I looked at it, um, the, in fact, there was a window for a video, so I just deleted the video and just made a couple small tweaks. I think it may have taken me a half hour to do it. And I think what I may end up doing is because one of the things I wanted to get done was to add a video to it. Um, it won't take me long to record that video. Um, so that, um, I'm, tomorrow what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down my list of things that need to get done between now and next Wednesday. That does it for today's show. If you enjoyed the podcast, do two things for me, please. One, subscribe to the Ideal Money Life podcast. And two, tell one person about the show. This is a labor of love for me, and I want to get the message to as many people as possible. Thank you for listening. Ideal Money Life podcasts are for general information purposes only and do not create a CPA, tax advisor, investment, or other professional relationship. You should consult your professional advisors before you apply anything you've learned from this podcast. Remember the wise words of Benjamin Franklin. Your net worth to the world is usually determined by what remains after your bad habits are subtracted from your good ones. Have a great day.